Looking to make your holiday gifts more extraordinary? There's one place you need to go. Paper Source. Paper Source's gift wrap collection includes hand-illustrated designs, stone paper, sustainable handmade fine papers, and even pine-scented wrap. Don't want to do any wrapping? Paper Source has easy solutions with their pre-wrap gift boxes and bags. Or you can leave it to the professionals with their in-store wrapping service. Give yourself time back and wrap up your holidays with something extraordinary. Visit papersource.com or stop by a Paper Source near you today. Greetings and salutations, and welcome to another episode of the Pod Ones Podcast. I'm your host, Star Wars Lawyer. (laughs) To my left, I have my host. Wait, that way. (laughs) (laughs) We're off to a great start. Uh, It's Luke. Hi, guys. Uh, As you can probably tell, uh, Char's not here. Of course. Again. Somehow, Charlie Johnson has disappeared. Appeared. <laughs> For another episode of the Pod Ones podcast. podcast. Uh, I am your host, Luke, uh, with my other host, Harith. Welcome back, everyone. What's up, Harry and- Styles? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and today, we are going to be going over kind of uh, the lost arcs of the Clone Wars. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about Son of Dathomir. Um, but I'm going to let Harith take the reins on this and I'm just going to sit back and, uh, put my two cents when it's needed. So Harith, take it away. So I know for a longest time, like literally no joke since season one, I am, I've been pushing Luke, pushing and pushing and pushing to do the lost arcs. And Luke was like, after like, like a couple weeks ago, he was just like, you know what? Screw it. You let's do it. Cause like. It ties in so well with the show. It's why, like, I was, cause I was arguing for it. I was like, why are we not doing this? Like, they're so monumental to canon and everything. And Luke's like, no, you're right. Let's let's just include these. So we decided to go in and make these pre-recorded episodes. So this is like, kind of like, these are just bonus add-on episodes to the Pod One podcast. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, real quick, uh, Chris, where can good people follow you? Uh, you can find me at Star Wars Lawyer on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. And you can find my podcast, Too Black, Too Nerdy, wherever pods are cast, as Camilla, a.k.a. Bariqua Wookie, would say. I've been on that podcast. It's a fantastic podcast. Go subscribe to it. Yes. Yeah. Go support yeah. Beings of the Galaxy. Yeah, go support Beings of the Galaxy as well. They are currently starting season two. Woo woo! Exciting, exciting. Um, but Harris, sorry, keep going. No, no, you're 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 good. So, if you would like to, again, like I put this for the the guest, but also I'll say it on here. If you would want to go watch Son of Dathomir, a group of fans did a audio version of it where they edit it to the panels. I still recommend paying for it, support the creators involved, but that's honestly the best way to watch it. But let's yeah. get into the arc. No, oh, yeah, absolutely. I would agree. That's what ha- I literally just watched this, like, this morning. So I had never... I think I had maybe read it once before this, but... Um, but, Chris, what was your, what's your knowledge with the comic... I mean, uh, besides when I read it in like 15 minutes earlier today. 
<laughs> Absolutely nothing. <laughs> uh, no, no. I mean, like, I, you know, I, I've, I've, I've read it before. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know what that it was canon at at the time. Um, I thought it was just like, yeah, this is something we didn't get to do. So here you go. Uh, so I mean, it puts uh, m- most of Ball's actions in, in season five into a different context. So. I think, and then, you know, setting up for season seven that we eventually get. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think it's great, and I, I think it's a, it's a must read. Absolutely. I would think so, too. Harris? Yeah, I would say uh, it's absolutely so important, because uh, this is really tied into, like, with our intro discussion question of, with the Clone Wars arcs being released into external media, do you value Son of Dathomir on the same levels as the finished arcs we eventually got throughout the entire show? Uh, Luke, starting with you. Um, to be honest, no. But that's because I don't really like Maul as a character. So it's like, cool. It's extra stuff. Do I value it more than Season 7 or at the same as Season 7? No, not at all. You'd like um, it more if Anakin were there. <laughs> I mean, with 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 Obi Wan being there, it's it's a little better. But like, uh, Maul's not, I, cool. Like that's, it, yeah, that's just how I feel about it. Uh, Chris, uh, same question to you. Uh, I mean, I, I think it it is for Maul's story, um, and I think it 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 like I was saying earlier, showcases what he did in season five and what he's doing in Siege of Mandalore in different light. And also it kind of explains how he would go from where he was in Solo to where he was in Rebels. You know, without without his mama telling him what to do or really anyone telling him what to do, Maul's plans fail spectacularly. Yeah. Um, I guess as it's weird because it's like as a host, I guess I'll take my own question as well. I absolutely value this arc on the same level as the other arcs. Um, because I feel like, like Chris said, it, it adds so many layers to Maul's story. Because I feel like without this arc, a lot of the like more backstory nuances to Maul are lost. You can absolutely go from season five or the end of Maul to season seven but you do lose a lot of the character nuances and how he got from point a to b because i know a lot of the fans that don't consume the external media were like how the hell did he get from here to here yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, wait That's last fair. time i saw him he was he was he was getting uh shocked to the heart and now uh he he's back on mandalore sidious didn't just leave him there Mm-mm. no because i mean uh, I mean, it gives us a little bit more to what it, it, it's. It, I'm not saying it's not as important. Let me make that clear. I just don't hold it up to uh, what we got in season seven or what they ended up finishing in season six. Um, and I cannot stress that enough uh, just because I don't want people getting in the comments being like no hashtag cancel Padawan's podcast let's how, get it trending on twitter no. okay i'm, I'm <laughs> but i am gonna say this right now though i, I do want to like put this in the ground even though i asked this question 
the arcs they finished in season seven are a hundred percent were the correct choices for what they were going with in that season. It made sense. You needed to do a Rex arc an Ahsoka arc and then siege of Mandalore. I get you needed. It's important to know what happened to Maul, but if they only had 12 episodes, I would still keep the same three arcs. I would yeah. not have picked a different one. They should have given them a full season. They should have given them a full season, but with what they were given, it was the correct choice. Yep. Yeah, people would definitely disagree with you given the uh, Ahsoka arc with the Marta sisters. Oh, we'll get into that. <laughs> we'll get we'll into get that. we'll get into that in next week because couple yeah. weeks. We'll get into that yeah. when we get to it because we'll definitely because I'll definitely be one of the people defending the hell out of that arc. Yep. But I don't see the issues. Or, I don't either. Like the grievous issues, not not general grievous, but. Uh, you know, like, oh, this arc is the worst. Like, okay, all right. It ends up paying off with Bad Batch. Yeah, if they didn't like that arc, they didn't like Bad Batch. I can, I can almost guarantee you that is a circle, yeah, not a Venn diagram. Yep, for sure. But Harris, since Charlie's not here, your time to shine, buddy. I always, I always dish out the criticism. So this is. My time to shine, even though I'm probably gonna do worse than Char, and it's gonna be hilarious. And you know what? I'm here for the bit. I'll take your I'll take your places as the ranking governor. <laughs> <laughs> so let's hear it. Oh man, this the pressure is on now. I am not doing Godfrey because I actually you know I'll try it for one, but I'm not gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it in randomly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's good. Oh god, this is this is so weird doing it. I'm gonna just try. <laughs> Into the abyss! Darth Maul has conducted a vast criminal syndicate known as the Shadow Collective, gathering the galaxy's most feared criminals. The Vax Sun, the Pikes, even the Mighty Huts have fallen all in line behind the Dark Warrior. Building a price of <laughs> building a well, base of operations on the criminal planet of Mandalore. Maul plotted revenge against many enemies, but Maul's lust for power and conquest has Gron, a great enemy upon him as his former master, Darth Sidious. Judging Maul as a threat of his own design, Sidious's former apprentice ruthlessly murdering Maul's brother, Savage Opress, leaving Maul beaten, curiously still alive. Okay, he recovered it towards the so end. So you started with the three, and then you dipped. <laughs> and then you, then, you, then you came back, so right. you ended it around the two, two and a half. You know what? I'll take a two and a half. You know what? This isn't my you... usual standard... See, Char, Char is used to it. He has this like ebb and flow, and he, it's like, yeah, he's been doing it. Luxury. He's been doing it for thirty some odd episodes. This is so. my first time doing it, so it's like I have to kind of get into the ebb and flow of it all. Yeah, now fair. the question will be: Will you be a bit more gracious in your rankings towards Char now that now that you've been under the the microscope? The Probably not, just for the bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got to keep sure. the consistency, but. Uh, I, w- I would usually do the morals, but there isn't morals with these, weirdly mm-hmm. enough. I don't know why that was not included in the comic run. I Wait, mean, the, the, do Maul or Sidious have morals? Let's, no, let's, yeah, let's be no. honest. No. No, neither of them do. But no, no, this comic uh, begins like with this like awesome fade-in shot of like like the prison's like secrecy and we come in and like Sidious is like torturing Maul and it's like very, very grim and dark. Like very like it literally like it doesn't skip a beat for where it left off in season five. Like it ends with Palpatine shocking and torturing him. We pick up with Palpatine shocking and torturing him. And 
right out of the gate, we get this very interesting line from Maul. Maul says to Sidious, there is a purpose to everything in the galaxy and a way to destroy this. How does that really represent Maul's character throughout all of canon? Chris? I mean, Maul's always trying to sabotage things. Like, like, like that's, his, that's his role. He's a saboteur. And oh, so... You know, uh, he's trying to. I believe this Sidious's response is, you know, you like you still remember your teachings. Yeah. Um, so this is obviously a lesson that Palpatine impressed upon him because that was what Palpatine is trying to do with the Jedi, and so now Maul's trying to do that with him, and he's just like, no, 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 no. Remember <laughs> who taught you? Don't cite the deep magic to me, which I was there when it was <laughs> written. It was written. <laughs> No, but you're absolutely right. I mean, he, looking throughout canon, he he tries to gain power, and the only way that he knows how to do that is through chaos, is by through throwing his hat into the ring and causing chaos. Um, for example, when he comes back and confronts Kenobi, uh, he does it in a way of sending a hollow transmission of him ganking like 18 people at once. Um, and forcing people's hands into combating with him. Uh, so I think that's one of the things that Maul uh, does and how he is like his quote. Um, everything, uh, there's a purpose to the galaxy and a way to destroy it. Like, and it's just like basically him being like, if I wanted to, I could really, really, really make your life a living hell. And he almost does. Yeah, and I feel like that really extends to where Maul is in Siege of Mandalore. Like, I think this gives a new context to that, like, whole what he's doing throughout Siege of Mandalore. Of like, you know what? I know what your plan is. I know you want to seduce Anakin Skywalker to the dark side. Fuck you! I am taking your apprentice, and I'm gonna kill him. And or like, when everything gets thrown off, when Ahsoka shows up, it's like, fine, I'm gonna take his Padawan and turn him against her, against him. And make basically have her kill him. So fuck you, I win. It's like this like little sadistic little game Maul's playing with Sidious. No, yeah. Absolutely. Well, he's petty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If if there's one thing about Sidious's apprentices, they're all petty. Maul is petty, Dooku is petty, and Vader's definitely petty. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that's sure. because he's on he's petty for other reasons. I'm I mean, to I mean, he was born petty, but yeah. you know, like. You know, Vader taking out all of Dooku's family. Coming to Curiosity Stream, go on an adventure 66 million years in the making with Dino Week. From new discoveries about the dinosaurs we thought we knew, to the mind blowing species still being unearthed, and the controversial discovery that could rewrite history. Did dinosaurs survive longer than imagined? Dino Week on Curiosity Stream. And with monthly, annual, and bundled pricing plans, find the one that works for you at CuriosityStream.com. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. I'm trying to think. Was Dooku that petty? Because I don't really remember Dooku um, being a petty. He is, from, he is from time to time. 
but not like as petty as Maul or Vader, I would say. Because Maul and Vader on like insulin toxicity level of like fuck you. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Dooku is petty with with his taunts because I mean, think about yes. it. Like, Master Kenobi, you disappoint me. Yoda holds you in such high esteem. high esteem. Like you left the you you left the um Jedi Order what like twenty years before this. Like, how is Yoda going to hold him in such high esteem at that point? Yeah. Yeah, it's not um, like him. It's not like uh, Dooku and Yoda were on like chat. Like, yeah. Hey, so this Kenobi kid, he's gonna be a good one. Well, <laughs> I'm thinking back to it because I mean I'm playing all of Dooku's moments throughout canon. I'm really thinking of Dark Disciple right now. Of like, Dooku's really petty in Dark Disciple. I was like, oh, I'm really playing that bit. back of yeah, like the way he because treats the way Quinlan he, the way he Ventress. yeah the way he treats Quinlan specifically. And how he uh, makes it seem where where he shows Quinlan, well, he gives Quinlan his master's lightsaber, and he just is like, "Dare you to touch it?" And he grabs it, and you can see what happens, and that's what breaks him from Ventress. Um, so that could be a little petty for sure. Agreed, because like I, I was really like for a second, I had to really think about what Chris was saying, and I was like playing it back, and I'm like, "Yeah, you're right." <laughs> By the way, can we just talk about Chris's shirt? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, but... Yeah, there's the bottom half that says, or at least Krillin. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. That's amazing. But moving along through the scene, uh, Dooku walks in, Sidious is still shocking him, and Palpatine like remarks back, like, like basically like like i taught you that why are you taking my teachings from me like you're still like a good apprentice and like and then like he walks out with dooku dooku and palpatine are talking and palpatine's like oh we we still need to like keep Maul alive dooku's like why and and palpatine's explaining this whole deal about mother talzin and palpatine begins to comment about how mother talzin is a threat stating her spite for me runs deep why do you think that is and why do you think Palpatine is starting to view her as a threat to his grand plan against the Republic? Because she's a powerful woman. Duh. We all I, know this. A, a powerful, scorned woman at that. Like, he, he yeah. yanked her child from her. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And, and then they wiped out the Night Sisters clan, and she's still around and kicking. Yeah. Like, that's, not so, a, that's not a look you want. Like, Maul's not the threat here. Talzin is. Because he can let Maul be broken off somewhere, but Talzin is smart, and there's a reason why Palpatine was considering bringing her on as oh, yeah. his partner. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I mean, we get to see some of her power when she uses the voodoo doll to, to almost kill Dooku. Mm-hmm. Um, Game-recognized uh, game. Yeah, yeah exactly. And that's why he is so afraid. I, 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 I've said this multiple times. He's a misogynist. He's a straight-up misogynist. There's I no... mean, he, he's a, a pretty much most is that you can think of. No, yeah, absolutely. And, like, him uh, fearing a strong woman just makes another point to why he's afraid of Padme as well. Why he has to get rid of multiple women in his way that's why he he that's why he made like he used padme's death for anakin to his advantage because he thought 
well, if she's dead, then he's completely he's completely under my thumb. And he he fears he fears Padme differently than he fears Talzin. Talzin is more just like her ability to do things with the Force and with the magic. Padme with is is more or less just what she can do with her words, and her beliefs, and her hope, and that's that's why he is afraid of either one of them. Um, but just Palpatine just. Fucking misogynist. That's just the easiest. That's just the easiest way of saying it. Well, you saying that Palpatine's a misogynist kind of sparked something in my mind a little bit. Light spoilers for Shadow of the Sith, but I this kind of ties into like Palpatine's whole like. Again, we really don't see it in Shadow of the Sith, but it's very much implied through Ochi and from what Palpatine says to Ochi that he very much fears Mirmir, like Ray's mother is like very much a threat to like his entire plan with Ray and like gaining power. It's because Miramir was able to turn Dathan away. Yes. He was unable to use it. Yes. He was hoping that they would hook up and have a child, but Miramir kept thwarting his plans to get Ray back to Exegol. So it kind of does tie into like Palpatine's inherent misogyny of like how he views the galaxy and strong women. So I, I very much wanted to tie that in because I was very much thinking of that as you were saying it. Anything to add on the Mirror Mirror part of that, Chris, since you got the book like two months before anybody else did? Nope, nothing to add. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you had to mention the, the, the ARC portion of it just to be like, like I'm still jealous. Like, No, I'm not. I, I, Chris, that's like Chris's book. Like that's his baby. Like that's what he was been championing for. That was his joker. Yeah, yeah, that was his. As I look at my two copies, did you get the 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 one with the red? Yes. Do 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 you want me to get it? No. No. Okay. No, don't need to flex on me. It's okay. All right, I was just saying it. It would require a little bit of effort. Don't worry. All right. Well. Yeah. Moving. Just moving along. Just trying to keep the pace up. Uh. Palpatine, Dooku walk out. Pal- Dooku walks Palpatine to his ship. Dooku walks back to the droid control room. The Mandalorians break in. They like they storm in. Like they, they kill all the droids. Uh, Dooku's like, "Hey, we need to like strategically think them out." He sends all the droids to the seventh level, and then like the, where they're attacking. Uh, the Mandalorians, for like their inherent skill, like outsmart all the droids and take them all out with like pretty much like no like problems at all. They break Maul out of prison. And Maul is, like, making jokes about, like, like oh, this is so stupid. You guys really think of a plan? And, like, and then, like, you have a cool moment where, like, the Mandalorian's like, no, this is what our plan was. And they, they jump on the line. Maul escapes out of prison. Uh, we jump to a little bit into the future. We see Dooku talking with Grievous. And and Grievous is like, you should have just killed him when you had a chance. Like, this is so stupid. Why are we drawing this out? And Dooku's like, don't question our, our Dark Lord Sidious. He, he is a god, blah, blah, blah. And we jump a little bit forward and uh dooku uses the line of we see like uh, the, the line of a spoiled child like like him love him treating him like a spoiled child how does that really tie in with sidious's relationship with maul and that kind of obviously spawning to dooku uh again this is open for anyone to take chris i'm trying to remember the spoiled child line so do i um, it's, it's I think in he... the it's in the opening battle before they go down, and Dooku's like he's a spoiled child. 
Yeah. He'll whine to his mother, essentially. Yeah, because, uh, okay. Yeah, because they're trying, like like we said, this whole arc is Palpatine trying to get Talzin into the, into the light. And they use Maul as that pawn. Um, um, like Sidious, Palpatine is just like, I don't care. Like, let's just use him. Who gives a shit? At this point, he's going to help get, get to our goal faster. So why not just use him? That's how I kind of view it because, and it's kind of the way of how it's kind of like the whole story of Maul's life. He's just been used. He's been used his entire life. And here's just another example of, of of Palpatine using using Maul. Yeah, I I when I read that line, it wasn't that he was a spoiled child, it was more like he he's he's weak. He's gonna go run home crying home to mommy. You know, just like how, you know, he had Palpatine was that guiding hand after he uh Palpatine took him from Maul or from Towson. And now it hasn't been Maul doing this all on his own. It's been Towson guiding him. So who who is Maul without someone behind him? That's so true. That is really true. Because um, we also have to remember, we also have that context of him after Naboo. He literally gets thrown into... I don't, is it even really explained how he got to uh, Lothal Minor? He falls into a trash heap and then gets dropped off there. Dropped there. A junkyard okay. planet. That's right. That's correct. Right. That's how but, I always assumed it was. But yeah. like, he he has a lot of trust issues. <laughs> that's that's the best way to explain it. He has trust yeah, pretty issues. much. Long but he's also a mama's boy. Yes, absolutely. But yeah, uh, again, after that that line is we see. Maul go to Ord Mantell with uh, a hologram uh, with Rook and a hologram of uh, Senator Almec, and Almec's like, "Hey, I like you rescued me from prison. I thought I'd return the favor by rescuing you from prison. We recovered the dark saber, and they give him the dark saber. Maul gives this like grandiose speech about victory or death. Grievous shows up, and we have this like amazingly epic battle between the Separatists and the Shadow Collective with only the Mandalorians, and we get this awesome battle. We get to see Maul and Grievous fight for a little bit. We see Maul just like take apart IG like 100s with like no ease. We see uh, basically the entire battle gets drawn to like a standstill between the droids and Mandalorians. They both almost essentially just end up killing each other. Mm-hmm. And Maul is like, screw this, I'm out. He calls Rook and then jumps away. They take off in a hyperspace. And again, like, like we said, he cry- cries some other towels in. We see. Grievous talking to Dooku after the fact and he again he's talking about how he exhausted all his resources in the aftermath of the battle and while I was watching this I was thinking of this how similar do you think the Mandalorians are to the Republic clone troopers because for Siege of Mandalore later on again I know this was released before that we see how well they work together how do you guys view them differently from the clone troopers and how similar do you view them I mean, in terms of how Maul and Sidious use them, they're they're just pawns in in their in their game. In terms of fighting style, I mean, I guess until we learn Django's backstory in canon, 
we don't know how similar they they are. Um, their fighting styles are are different because while they're both warriors, clones are soldiers and are trained to be soldiers, and there's a different um, mindset and and uh, fighting that comes with being in an army versus being in a warrior clan. But I'm pretty sure we already don't we already know his backstory, Jenkins. Not- not really. Not well, well, wasn't it legends at least? Wasn't it explained when Boba turned on the hologram and Mando? Uh, uh, isn't it episodes twelve? When Boba shows up, he goes, "Here's my father, Jango Fett," and and he and Jango got the armor as a youngling from the same clan that uh, Din was from. No, it wasn't that. It was just that Django was a foundling. Oh, uh, okay, that's what it was. Yeah, he was that's... Admit, he was but I mean, that never took the Mandalorian creed. But yeah. like, you also have to remember, like, he trained with them. Yes, he did. Yeah. Right, but we don't know who that Mandalorian was, what clan he was from, was he like what all all that, and then so there's a lot that could be different. Yeah. Um, with that, so um, that and you know being raised by one person versus living your life in that culture. That's true. That's true. Again, I was not expecting a Django Fett debate, but that's, that's very interesting because again, I was really thinking it more of like battle tacticians levels of like oh, because I was more thinking of like. How I view it is like the Mandalorians again are more rough in their exterior and our fight our ability to more fight dirty and because like they're not again like Chris said like they're not traditional soldiers they're they're discover a healthier happier you with Veganuary 2024 your health isn't just small potatoes it's a big deal so this January you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31 day vegan challenge. Switching to a plant-based diet reduces your carbon footprint and makes a positive impact for animals. Every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create. Ready to make a change? Sign up today at Veganuary.com. Vote for veggies. Hey, can I tell you a secret? The secret to getting a great shave without any nicks, cuts, or irritation isn't three or four blades, a soap strip, or a swivel head. It's just supporting the blade. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just supporting the blade. Don't let it flex or bend. That's the secret to limiting shaving irritation. At Henson Shaving, we use our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to keep the blade from moving. It's not the coolest answer, but it's the right one. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com slash holiday. At this point in time, Death Watch terrorists, they're, they're able to like do like unique styles of like with their jetpacks and like how they, they fight and that's how I kinda always viewed it. Again, they're fighting droids, so they don't really get to show that off as much as like we see in the other arcs, but I, it's always how I kinda extinguish the two differently. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And again, that's how the comic ends of like with the hologram and it's like to be continued like later on. And before I do this plot summary, I'm gonna go shut my door so <laughs> Oh no, that means I think we know what that means. Chris, over under that we get Godfrey. 
<laughs> I think we're gonna get it. I think so too. I think that's pretty. What is he doing with the blanket? Oh. He has the blanket because it's cold. Yes. That's what that is. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Uh, audio warning for everybody involved. I guess I'm doing Godfrey. I wasn't planning on it, but... Oh, I thought that's why you closed your door. No, I was just... I was like... I was already too loud as is, and I was just like already kind of mentally preparing myself. Although it's weird. Now I understand why... Chardon have monitoring his audio because doing it, it's really loud in my headphones, even though I only have it at like 60%. It's yeah. really weird shouting into a microphone at that yeah. percentage. It's yeah. like now I see why Char takes off his headphones. Yep. Again, I guess I'll just. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess I'll just fire off the Godfrey now. Well, well, and go. Part two summary. Even though I went into top can. Conspiracy of evil. Doff City has captured his authority. Friends and that. Oh Jesus, <laughs> Jesus. It started, it started rough, but I, I, that I, was awful. I just know. Awful. You can't even do the voice right. I God. will try. God. Conspiracy of evil. Doth City has captured, interrogated his former princess Maul and learned of the witch Mother Towson was behind resurrection. Aware of the Towson's growing power, formidably of misery, City has diverged a plan to Maul to lure her out into the open where he can destroy her. Freed by his allies, Maul rejoined his Mandalorian army on Zanbar, but soon fell under attack by General Kravis and who rooted out Maul's force in intense ground battle. Now on the run, Maul attempts to regroup Sidious, Grievous, and Kautuka before his ranks can close in around him. Alright, I will say this. Um, that was something. That was, that was I tried, alright? You know what? I tried to Godfrey. I, Honestly, I, that sounded like... Um, Yoda mixed with something else. No, that sounded like when PFT from uh, Pardon My Take does uh, Chris Berman. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounds like. You know what? I, again, you guys can criticize all you want. I tried a Godfrey. I really hey, you tried. Did. I you went did. all in on it. You did. You did. I that hey, game res- game respects game, man. You know. Again, if Char's watching, I hope I hope I hope you're taking uh like being like oh are you gonna say you better be taking notes because that's ballsy that, no. that, 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 that 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 that's that uh, is ballsy. That's a bold was, strategy, I'm... Cotton. Let's see if it works out for him. <laughs> that's funny that's good that's a bold strategy con let's see if it I, works out I, for I, I still think i do a better tom Kane. but anyway all right uh let's move into the part two which would have if the episode aired it would have been called a tale of two apprentices again just like last time no moral because sidious and mar sadistic <laughs> yep so again we cut into Maul on a ship, as predicted by Dooku and Grievous and Sidious. Maul was whining to Mother Talisman, being like, oh, I need help, blah, blah, blah. The, the, the Sith are coming after me. And Maul and Mother Talisman are talking, and he's like, I want to come to Dathomir, send all my troops here so we can hide out for a bit, then go back out. And eventually, like, 
take over the Republic and like wait for things to die down. And Mother Talzin's like, I'm not a dumbass. I see through Sidious' schemes. Like he's clearly just using you to get to me. So again, I know I said last time War Mantel, that wasn't War Mantel, that was what I said in the summary. I forgot the plant's name already. I know good job me as a host, but still. Uh Mother Talzin's like, go to or actually this time it's Orbantel. They like, go to Orbantel and I'll send help that way. So going back to what Mother Talzin was saying of the ability to see through Sidious to like to see that like what the scheme's really going on. What does this speak to her ability as a pawn herself to see within herself in Palpatine's game? I mean, she knows him. She's known him for 30 years and know, known what he is. Um, and then she's been able to just be kind of a spectator to his machinations in the galaxy up until the Clone Wars, really. So uh she she's got a, a good handle on on what he what he likes to do and that's play chess this this arc is a chess match between Talzin and Palpatine yep i'd agree um i also find it funny because in the plagueis novel uh i'm pretty sure it's not mother talzin but um uh a Zabrak gives away Darth Maul mm-hmm. to Palpatine. Um, so I, I find the similarity kind of funny um, in that regard. Um, but the thing is with Maul and Canon is Mother Talzin didn't willingly. No, give yeah. Maul yeah. Away. He just took, yeah, just said he took her, took him. I mean, but she's a smart woman. Come on now. She's not dumb. Like, Chris was saying she, she's known him for 30 years. She knows the Sith. She understands the Sith. She understands how Sidious works. Um, but she is going to try to outmaneuver, outsmart him. And it's really just a game of chess between those two, just like Chris was saying. And that's the best way to say it. Yeah, I, I would I would tend to agree. Like I, That's what I really love about this arc is it's a giant game of chess. And like we've seen this throughout the entirety of Clone Wars. At this point, we've made we made so many comparisons on this channel to the Clone Wars being a game of chess, like to the point yeah. of tiring. Mm-hmm. And but the thing that makes this arc interesting is the people on the board this time around know they're all pawns. They know what's really going on because they know Sidious so well. It's like, oh, we're being used. Like they all recognize it. Because like I'll give you an example. Like we. Uh, like a couple weeks ago, we were talking about the Clovis arc, and throughout the entire like arc, we were joking about and complaining, being like, "How do you not see your pawn being used? It's so obvious. Like, like this is like insanely obvious to the like to the viewer." I get Clovis doesn't know what's going on because again, he's so like narrowed in on what he's going on. He's so stressed about Dooku like coming back and being like, "Hi, you are our little like errand boy. Welcome back to being our errand boy. We're gonna force you to do this." and if you try to do anything, we'll kill you. So I get like why Clovis is like not really thinking about it from that level. He's just worried about himself and like getting out on top. So I get why that hasn't happened. But I do find it interesting that Clovis was never able to recognize it. And other like other players, like I get like some of the players not recognizing that they're pawn because again, they don't really know Palpatine on that level or know Dooku on that level. But yeah. it's interesting that 
like this arc is the one exception where everyone's like wait why the fuck we're being used here like can we can we just break out of the cycle and like, they try to break out and Sidious is like haha fuck you I see through you yeah basically pretty much but no I wanted I wanted to, I wanted to rip that in because I, I was thinking about that as I was asking that question mm-hmm. so again uh, we go to Ormantel uh, Maul gathers the Pikes and the Syndicates together and they're talking about how Grievous and Dooku will shortly be here and like we need to do this and as we see throughout this entire arc the Pikes and the Black Sin are like like are we sure this is going to succeed like are you fucking insane as per usual and Maul's like no this will work perfectly just trust in the plan and uh, we see the Dathomirian brothers arrive and Maul's like all right wait over here I'll give you the signal when we're ready to go and then it cuts straight into the battle because like I feel like that's interesting about this arc is I wonder if it ever made it to screen if we would have seen Maul talk about the individual things he had planned. Because I wonder if it was like because it was the comic they decided not to show it. I'm not asking that as a question. I'm just more curious if that would have been shown on screen or not. Uh, however it fits the story, I feel like that's the best answer. Yeah. If we would have seen it on, on screen or not. That's for sure. If it if it fits the story, awesome. Put it in there. But I I feel like at that time, especially towards the end in twenty what twenty fourteen was yeah. it, Chris? Twenty fourteen. Mm. Um, they were they were still getting a really good budget for uh I mean the budget for season six was cut a lot. Um, really, you can kind of you can kind of see it. Oh yeah. I can't see it at all. I thought season. I think season six looks way like, better than five. Like what they could do season, like like episodes. Well, yeah, because yeah. their their production, they were all, they were like halfway through, and uh, yes. with those that were finished. Mm-hmm. So then they just kind of cut the rest. Yeah, yeah, they did cut the rest. So I mean, budget could have been another thing to keep these things in and whatnot. So you also have to think about that. Yeah, but no, I wanted to bring that up because I was I was thinking about it again. Like a lot of these points I'm bringing up, I'm thinking about as I am talking, going through like the summary of each thing. So it's like, oh, I want to rub this in. I want to rub this in. I want to. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, going back to it, uh, we cut straight into the battle. Uh, Grievous shows up and like gets intel that like, oh, they have Mandalorian warships, and Maul basically sneaks up into the Mandalorian warships, leaves the Dathomirian brothers to deal with Dooku later on. We as we see later on, and uh maul comments to rook that the clone wars have vastly overextended dooku and grievous and i want to ask what is the similarity between dooku and the jedi at this point in the clone wars in like the terms of being overextended they are i mean the jedi are being stretched thin they can't cover every battle they can't cover every system they can't save everybody and it's similar to Dooku because he is so hell-bent on getting Maul and getting Mother Talzin that he's not completely seeing what's in front of him. And that's kind of the same way with the Jedi. They are so they are so enact with trying to win this war that they are losing the big picture. And they're so hyper-focused on that one goal. And it, you can really tell that that's that's starting to affect them, and I think that's how um, 
I think that's a great similarity between Dooku and the Jedi, especially during the Clone Wars. I would say that more for Grievous than Dooku, because I think Dooku is still in the know of what Sidious's plan is here. Because when later on, when Maul was like, you're getting captured and you were working with me was all a part of Sidious's will. And we see how calm Dooku is, you know, with the whole when he and Grievous get captured. And he's just like, we all have a part to play, General. You know? Yeah, that's true. But with, with Dooku, it's like he is only one man. And he has to lead the separatists and everything so he does have to compartmentalize which is why you had Asajj you had Grievous um, you had Savage ever so briefly uh, <laughs> so it, it's just one of those things where you know Dooku ha- at, being at the top can only do so much and when it comes to the Jedi and their overextension it's like yes they're not they're keepers of the peace not soldiers and even with them being thousands of them they're still not really able to be the keepers of the peace that they need to on those worlds that need them for what they were doing prior to the war. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's a really good point. I should have mentioned Grievous when I was writing that, but because I was really like thinking about like, because of the line that uh, Maul says of like, Oh, like, like, like Luke said, I was kind of thinking more like Luke's angle of like Dooku and the Separatists are like stretched so thin and so hell bent on getting Maul that they really can't see what's in front of them. That's how I kind of viewed it when I was writing that. That was kind of the answer I was thinking of when writing the question because I was like, discover a healthier, happier you with Veganuary 2024. Your health isn't just small potatoes, it's a big deal. So this January, you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31-Day Vegan Challenge. Switching to a plant-based diet reduces your carbon footprint and makes a positive impact for animals. Every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create. Ready to make a change? Sign up today at Veganuary.com. Vote for veggies. When you save on auto insurance for driving safe with USAA SafePilot, you'll feel like a big deal. Even in a traffic jam. Save up to 30% with USAA SafePilot. Restrictions apply. Because they're just so, like... Again, like, they can't... Like, Duke can't be everywhere at once. Like, he is only restricted to Sidious's will. Like, hey, go here. Hey, do this. Hey, do that. Hey, like, do... Like, it's like... Very interesting to view it from Dooku's side of the coin, which you really don't get to see that often in Clone Wars. Of like, as much as he's frequently in it, you really don't get to see it from Dooku's angle of like what he's doing throughout those three years. No, yeah, that's fair. But uh, again, moving on into the uh, the battle, uh, Maul after stating that uh, takes the battle to uh, Grievous, he reveals his like. Like again, like this is like his trump card that he pulls out on Grievous of like, ha, uh, here's the Mandalorian gunships, and Maul is like, uh, basically, like, is ignore everything else in the battle and just attack the command center. We're going in, and I find that like plan just to be so interesting because of like how he uses the Mandalorian gunships to lure out Grievous, and Grievous is just like in the confusion of like what the hell's going on, and then Maul is like, okay, let's go attack them, and like let's go attack that one ship right there because I think that tactician level. Uh, shows himself because it shows like what Maul's like, like 
himself as the apprentice because city has always viewed him as the one apprentice so i find that interesting and i gotta ask uh how does this show how much maul has learned from his defeat on naboo and what the trade federation his planning was there chris uh i don't know um I don't I don't see Maul having learned as much post Naboo because you know he's crazy for those two years. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. but it it seems like he's always employing Sidious's um uh, uh lessons from when he trained him. Um, because it's not all that different than what he does to Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon. It's kind of a divide and conquer thing. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of faint when Maul steps back um, and then before he, you know, uh, uppercuts Qui-Gon with his his lightsaber, it's sort of like taking that moment to realize, okay, this this is the move that I need to make, you know, gauging your opponent. And he's already seen how Grievous operates in the previous battle. So I think it's uh, just continuing on of what he's already learned. I mean, he's he's still the apprentice because he's not a master of it, as, as we see. Yeah, but I also think that he has learned because a lot of the things that if you watch The Phantom Menace and you see Maul in that movie, he's very much like, when can we reveal ourselves? When can we reveal ourselves? Can we reveal ourselves now? Can I fight them now? Can I do this? Can I do that? Whereas here, he doesn't have that leash of him being held back. And he doesn't necessarily need it anymore, which is interesting. Well, he doesn't have a leash, but he is uh, latched to his mother. I'll say that. I could have used a different turn of phrase, but yes, he is latched (laughs) to his mother. I would, I would say, <laughs> the phrase I would use for that is he's just under new ownership. Oh, you're oh, right, but... but I was going in a <laughs> take what I either said way, and either go way, further. Either, either just, way, just do that. <laughs> either way, not great look. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, he's grown, definitely grown, uh, tactician wise. Um, he's not as full hardy to go uh. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so i mean yeah he isn't the the same uh i guess that's, that is true he isn't the same you know like trigger happy hate boner wielding except for when it comes to Kobe. <laughs> uh, oh he has a massive hate boner for Kobe. Oh, yeah. everyone knows this this is no secret yeah this is no secret well, secret at all. again, I'll, I'll reveal like a behind the scenes thing while I was writing this question because how I viewed this moment because yes, Maul working with the Trade Federation, he would know their weaknesses, but I also kind of weirdly interpretate this as he took poise from Jar Jar and Anakin. What did Jar Jar the Naboo Gungans were doing? They were stalling the battle until the Naboo starfighters could take out the command ship. They Maul knows actively that the command ship is the main thing that drives all the battle. You take out the command ship, the droids fall. It's just that simple. Like, you take the, the main person out of the chair, you get in control, you just press a button, they're all dead. So, I feel like Maul was, like, learning from that, going, 
hey, if I just take this exact like situation from Naboo yeah. and destroy all the battle droids, it falls like that. I win. It's just like because like Jar Jar is the Sith Lord confirmed. Because it's more of like because like you see what the Zab- the like the the, the Zabrak warriors and the Mandalorians are doing. They're doing the same thing as the Gungans. They're stalling for time and just trying to get maul time to get to grievous so he can just disable it there because like remember when they're like victory or death they're like hey this is an honor fighting for you because they think they failed and then the second that the things go down it's very similar to phantom menace like when jar jar and uh why am i forgetting the general's name uh and the battle and they're like oh it's over we lost and then the second they go down they start cheering they start taking them out I will I will say though at least the Gungans knew what they were doing as opposed to Maul's people. Maul's people actually thought they stood a chance and then they're like, wait a minute, this isn't a counterattack, this is a massacre. So again, I wanted to kinda mention that behind the scenes portion, because that's how I kind of weirdly headcanon this whole battle tactician from Maul's point of view. Again, I, I know that's probably not right, but that's how I kind of just view this whole battle. Yeah. But that does that does wrap up for part two because it ends with uh, Maul having, or no, it ends with uh, doesn't end with Mace Windu talking to because again I was watching the audio drama comic version. It ends with does it end with Maul capturing Grievous or does it end with Mace talking to Palpatine? I'm pretty sure it's it's them capturing both of them. Yeah, part both three. Dooku and Dooku take tries to take out uh, the Zabrak brother Visayas. Um, they both fail, um, yeah. so it's they they have Grievous and Maul. I mean Grievous and uh, Dooku. Yeah, I'm pretty sure parts three and four end with oh, Maul wait. talking to Palpatine. Yes, I, I mean I, uh, Windu pa- talking to Palpatine. Palpatine. Yeah. No, I I was mistaking the other two. It's I think it ends with Maul talking to Mother Talzin. He's like, "We've won, basically. Like it's perfect. It's playing into our hands right now." And we like, did it, Mama. We did it, Mama. We like we have them, and, and then like I just imagine on the other side of the galaxy, Palpatine's like, yeah. No, Palpatine's like, oh fuck, I gotta get these two assholes out of out of jail. God damn it! But I am not doing Godfrey again for the next century. No. Go, go, go after yourself. That was that. I don't know how Char does it and doesn't destroy his entire vocal cord because like I'm already like recovering. You can kind of hear it in my voice a little, like of the post Godfrey. Yeah. I wonder. I never noticed that with Char. Like he doesn't have the post Godfrey voice. I mean, oh. I think he's talked about it when he was like, "I don't want to do it all three or four times." Yeah. for this arc. Yeah, yeah. And then the chat, and then everybody's like, it. "Everybody's like, do it, just do it. Give the Give people, the people what, what, they what they want." Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, again, I'll, I'll push for. I'll do. I'll do Tom Kane for the rest because uh, that's the easiest one to do. I I see why yeah. Char always resorts back into it. <laughs> again, I do have more perspective, but Char, I am still. I'm still going to be your harshest critic. I'm sorry. I got to keep the consistency, even though I understand the behind the scenes lore of it now. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Okay, so I'll start part three. <clears throat> Duel of the Dark Side. Suspecting that Mother Talzin had come out of the hiding to aid her son Darth Maul, Count Dooku and General Grievous unleashed a full-scale attack against Maul's criminal syndicate on Ord Mantell. Anticipating the attack, Talzin sent out Maul's detachment of my brothers of elite warriors from Dathomir and designed a plan which ended in the capture of both Dooku and Grievous. Now, having won a major battle against the enemies, Maul advises his plans for the final destruction of his former master, Darth Sidious. 
Okay, that was good. Um, the entire time I was listening to you do that, gave me flashbacks of like Call of Duty World at War, <laughs> and like how they have old, like how they would show like highlights of war time during the forties. Like, you know, oh, we are just now taking Okinawa. That you know, that's why Tom. That's why yeah. it's like that in the yeah. Clone Wars, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's supposed to be like radio dramas, essentially. Yeah, like you just way. need to slow down slightly. Yeah, you slow down slightly. I, I, if it, your your voice will keep it there because you don't you normally speak that fast, but when you're like doing an impression and you don't have as much practice with it, mm-hmm. you're the going. The slower you, can't, you go, the yeah. better it'll be. Yeah, until you yeah. get more comfortable, and then you'll be able to do it. Again, I just got thrown into this. I thought Charlie was going to do this. I was not until like 20 minutes before the episode. <laughs> oh, you blame Charlie. I, I blame Charlie yeah, for this Charlie. one. Charlie. God damn it, Charlie. Because right. you were supposed to be here. And then I would have, if I knew you weren't going to be here, I would have had the practice and it would have been excellent. And I could have dunked on him. But this, this is not more of a dunk. Nope. This is just more of a shoot mass. Yep, pretty much. Pretty but much. Moving into part three. Uh, I, I, funny enough, because I keep calling all these like, comics like yes some of them are named after the issues but i took the part names after the original episode title so because they're not the issue numbers are not the original episode titles. they come up their own except for three like the other three are like different titles so this is the one that was actually the issue that was named after the original episodes but moving into part three proximity war again i mistakenly thought part two ended with how three began we see it open with mace windu calling palpatine and being like Hey, um, what's going on over here? And Palpatine's like, oh, we heard that, like, they've attacked Ord Mantell. And, like, uh, Grievous and Dooku are, like, or Grievous and Dooku, Maul and Dooku are, like, fighting each other. This is weird. Mace is like, huh, this is strange. And he's like, he's like, yeah, it's really weird. I don't know what's going on. And Mace ends the call. And, like, Maybe hey, y'all should investigate that. Yeah. Like, Palpatine is, like, the funniest because he's, like, he's, like, trying to point them in a certain direction. He's like, hey, 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 assholes, just do this. Just do this. Yeah. It's just that easy. And, and Mace is, like, you can even see, like, as the call, because you never really see it as the call ends. You just see, like, Mace just so disgusted. He's just, like. God, why do I have to still deal with him? Yeah, this is bullshit. If I if I were Obi Wan, I'd call up the Chancellor and be like, "Hey, remember when I said we should deal with him?" And you were like, "Nah, it's just a personal mission for you." <laughs> what? Obi Wan's not that petty to Palpatine. Tanikin, yes. Oh yeah, absolutely. But I want That's I what happens when you raise Anakin Skywalker. You can be petty towards him. I would want I want I would want to see that as like a deleted scene of Clone Wars of like Obi-Wan taking his pettiness to Sidious. That would be the funniest like conversation ever because it well, wouldn't work. We can do that at, at Celebration 2023 when you know Luke as, as Obi-Wan says that to uh Bibby who does uh Sidious. Oh my god, or does a Palpatine. We know a friend that does Palpatine. Yeah, you don't know Bibby? Oh. I leave the Titan. Uh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, well, oh well, yeah, that'll be something. Yeah, we can try that. Again, we'll mark that in our calendar. Even though we'll probably forget it because we we said we were going to do a lot of things. Celebration never happened, so it, oh, no. added to the yeah. List. But that wasn't a more of a forgetting because we forgot. It was more of like 
everything was so it's a pain in the ass to do things content yeah content wise i did not do a very good job but in my defense it was my first ever con i i do think though now that for a lot of us not meeting for the first time when it comes to people that were already at celebration this year that some of that will be able to be worked in so that like those first couple days if we want to do content uh we can although i will say this i'm doing vader that day and only that day so if you want content you do it then i'm not (laughs) i feel that i feel that i think i've got i think i'm gonna probably try to do uh three different obi-wans that's what three i assume revenge of the sith kenobi kenobi Every day my company gets scam phishing emails trying to get money or sensitive info. I wanted to protect my employees and my clients, so I checked out CISA's Secure Our World. They've got simple ways we can protect our businesses from online threats. First, teach employees to recognize and report phishing. Next, require strong passwords plus multi-factor authentication. And finally, turn on automatic updates for your business software. To learn more, go to CISA at cisa.gov forward slash secure our world. Israel is 5,690 miles away from the U.S., 11 hours by plane. Hate travels faster, in a comment, in a post, in a second. Jewish hate is up 388% in the U.S. Black hate, Muslim hate, and Asian hate are up too. When one hate rises, they all do. Let's stand up to all hate together. Share and wear the blue square from StandUpToJewishHate.org. Yep. I, I'm only doing one day of cosplay, which is the Qui-Gon, because I, I didn't cosplay last time, so I was like, I'm going to do one day. I'm only doing the one day, because I'm not... Are you getting the Qui-Gon lightsaber? Yeah, because it's the same lightsaber from Phantom Menace. It's like, there's no changes from Tales of the Jedi to Phantom Menace. Well, awesome. But... Go get that from Level Up Lightsaber. Use our uh, <laughs> code, uh, Pod1spodcast, in our TikTok page. I don't, I don't know if I'll keep that in. And if I do, it looks really awkward right now. <laughs> no, keep it in. Do it, Spons- coward. Spons- sponsorships. And do, it anyway, the vine. do it for the vine. Anyway, we move on later to the episode. I love how it literally it cuts to like Mace when he's like, oh, I hate, I'm sick of this guy. He goes, talks to Obi-Wan. He's like, he basically just recaps what happens. And uh, they're like, yeah, they left no trace of the battle. And Tithley's like, yeah, this is really weird. How do we know this? And then Ayla Secura walks out with like a battered like Mandalorian helmet. She's like, "Huh, this is strange." And then it literally like cuts to like this. This is, this is strange. This is strange. And then it cuts to the same moment of like Palpatine being like, "I love the line of like Dooku or Darth Tyranitar now a disappointment." I'm like, "Damn, Sidious, you really just like really playing up the act here." I mean. Uh, I, he can't be any other way because otherwise Maul's going to be like, that's suspicious. Don't be that's suspicious. Weird. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. That's basically what Palpatine was doing. Like, I mean, he's probably just like, huh, just a disappointment. That's actually kind of suspicious. Cause, I mean, we see what happens when what he says to Vader when Vader fails him. Yeah. Yeah, it's not great. It's not yeah. great. Not great. Not a so... fun time. Nope. Yes, Sidious is going through this whole spiel about how Duke is a disappointment, and uh, I really find this interesting that I'm going to note this out as well. I love how uh, Duke's Maul's like, all right, and then I'm going to kill him, and then uh, Palpatine's like, you know, like, revenge will bring for you. Like, like don't play this game. 
like I get he threw it in there as kind of like, hey, uh, I need this to work out. I need you to get to Mother Talzin. But I do find that interesting that that worked on Maul because like I like knowing Maul, I thought he would just be like, well, fuck you, Palpatine. I'm just gonna do what I want. Oh, Maul's arrogant. Yep. <laughs> yep. Maul. Maul is he's too much of he wants to prove something, prove it, prove it, prove it, prove it. I gotta do it. I gotta do it. And when he doesn't succeed, he gets all pissy. Because if he just killed Dooku and Grievous right there, what, what would Sidious have done? He wouldn't have done. He, he, he would have went straight. He would have no. He would have straight up went with went went to go get Anakin. Anakin. Oh really? You think yeah. that he would? He would have tried. Oh, to absolutely. absolutely. That pushes his timetable up. I mean, he's pretty much already primed, and I know we'll get into this at, at the end of the episode. But this is definitely, uh, you know right before the siege of mandalore so anakin's yeah. pretty much primed and ready to go so yeah you don't have dooku so he doesn't get captured but at the same time do you need anakin to lop off dooku's head to get him to the dark side no no, no. he's so, already there he's already there but we see in almost every iteration maul's arrogance i think besides the phantom menace he take he's baited and then takes the bait Every time. time. Oh, yeah. Every single time. Absolutely. Yeah. He's just the baiter. He just gets baited, you know? It's it's just like why, you know, Sidious told him in The Phantom Menace, be mindful, Lord Maul. <laughs> <laughs> He's not mindful. No. Not at all. But I, I definitely wanted to note that because I, I thought that was a very interesting thing to add to that. So uh maul basically is like grievous get out of here we're gonna like i want to talk to dooku alone and as grievous gets up uh grievous has that like, funny line of like don't make sure i add your lightsaber to my collection which i thought was a really funny like call back to revenge of the sith mm-hmm. oh i would have after i got out i would have pimp smack grievous <laughs> like how dare you say something like that in front of company <laughs> <laughs> learn your place wench you know nothing of the dark side. <laughs> like, and your metal, and I can shoot lightning out of my hands. Like, you, come on. You will be replaced. Yeah. So, again, Grievous is getting up, and he's like, adding that, that like funny line. And Duke responds back with, We all have a part to play. And I, I got, I just, again, another interesting question I got to add. Do you think Duku intentionally lost them all to get to Mother Talzin? Or yep. was it, you think it was yeah. it just Maul's pure skills that beat him and then Palpatine had to pull a real justy? He, this is all part of the plan. It's all part of the plan. Like, everything that the Sith do, they are manipulate, they're, they're, they're planners. Mm-hmm. If this happens, all right, here we go, we'll do this. And the only one that's not like that is fucking Maul. Maul's the only one that's not like that or is not proficient in planning. I mean, that and Grievous was like, all right, well, I'm going to get out of this somehow. (laughs) Yeah, don't know how, but I'll do it. And then, you know, Dooku frees him. He's like, hey, you are good for something, Count. And then does what he always does. Hops in an escape pod and runs Runs away. away. This is literally if, the worst. If 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 he if Revenge of the Sith wasn't already made, I Duke uh, Grievous would have died in this. Oh, he literally absolutely. serves no purpose really in 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 the rest of the story. I uh-huh. I still think this is Grievous's best arc outside of Crystal Crisis. 
I will die. I think this is, I think, because you get a little bit of the 2003 Grievous of, like, the way he just starts wrecking Mandalorian, like, like soldiers. I think that was a little bit 2003-esque. And, like, you I that mean, little badass Grievous. It, it's 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 Jedi knights and Jedi masters versus some renegade Mandalorian warriors that really just get bodied by anyone that they go against. I mean, this is a love the Mandalorian slander. Love I mean, it. with the Death Watch, yeah, they kind of suck. <laughs> love it. I mean, they do. Put it when in my veins. When do they really win? Uh, I mean, they did win when uh, Duchess Satine got overthrown. Yeah, who did that? But that was Maul. that was with the help of Maul. <laughs> <laughs> they had been trying to do that for at least several months or a year. No, they and... had been trying to overthrow Satine for years. Yeah, so, and she's a pacifist. That they didn't even have a lot of weapons and. You know, you're like, oh, we need the people on our side. And then you had the people on your side. And then what happened to you, uh, uh, Pre Vizsla? You got your head lopped off because you were arrogant. It's just <laughs> Death Watch sucks. Agreed. That's why they're no longer around. And that's why a foundling will sit on the Mandalorian throne. Previsla yeah. is probably punching his grave right now. So, yeah. I, I like to mention this every time I get a chance. I really love the headcanon. I, I don't think they'll ever answer this. But I like to think that Din's legion of Mandalorians dissected during Maul's whole, like, when Maul took over. And I don't, I don't think it was just mm. Bo-Katan. I think, there, I think it was another legion that were like, well, fuck this. We're out. Like, this is bullshit. I, um, if I remember correctly, I thought they diverted before. Yeah, they di- they they diverted when Satine. Came oh, it was during power. Satine. Okay, yeah. we, I th- they never explicitly said because they because they if you remember during Book of Boba Fett episode five, uh, aka Mando season three episode one and a half, um, uh, season two point nine. Yeah, yeah, two point nine, whatever. Um, Don't say uh, two point nine. That triggers me from Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> oh, sorry. I, well, we can't say three. So what do we? No, call it's because they released a they released a two point nine like as a part of Kingdom Hearts three, and we all got worried that we didn't actually get Kingdom Hearts three. But two point nine was like the prologue to the game. What the. F- fuck so kind of shit is that it's kind of it's kind of like when you got um like take uh what's it called um, um force unleashed and you know that opening where you're on kashik as vader and like that's the prologue oh, for the okay, game gotcha, so no, imagine no, no, that, that and then it goes like the force unleashed like point nine and you're like what <laughs> what wait what what huh I I just said point nine because I was thinking Rogue One and I was thinking how Rogue One was like episode three point nine. That's how I was yeah, thinking it. Yeah. That's how Book of Boba Fett is. It's like yeah. season two point nine. Um, but back to my point. Um, uh, during the Book of Boba Fett, she sh- the armor straight up says like, we don't trust Bo Katan Kreese. We don't trust Satine. We didn't follow her sister Satine Kreese. Like that line. 
of succession we 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 don't trust. We haven't been part of it. And even Bo-Katan says it in uh Mando season 2. Yeah. She's like, "Oh, you're part of that group." Mhm. Um so which is interesting. But Again, I wasn't really thinking about it from oh they would have followed the team. I was thinking it more of like cause I didn't really think about that angle of like oh yeah the pacifism they would have been like f you we're out because that makes sense yeah they would have diverted at that point. I was thinking more they were loyal to Satine and then they're like no fuck this we're going back to the true Mandalorians. I didn't really thought about it that way, but you're right. <laughs> that was more of a headcanon than anything, just like the the battle strategy. No, yeah, but yeah, moving along, Maul yeah. gives them this whole like spiel about. Oh, like get Grievous out of here. We're gonna talk. Like, like we're really cool. And Maul like starts like threatening Dooku. And again, from Maul's POV, do you think he threatened Dooku to team up because he was so overconfident that he could overthrow Sidious, or do you believe Maul and him saying Mother Talzin's point of view? He showed something. Like he showed him like a like a past like a like a future of something of like, oh, this is why Sidious is weak. I mean, I think there was some truth to the words of what Maul was saying when he was trying to throw, you know, like get Dooku on his side. Because technically, yeah, he wa- he is going to look for a replacement. I mean, if Dooku were really to be like, okay, yeah, Dooku's like a supremacist, so he thinks him above other people. But, you know, how long did it really take for Palpatine to lose Maul and then get Dooku? You know, like that means Palpatine had his eye on Dooku before. So, what would make Dooku think that him being like the 72, 73 year old man that's not going to last all that much longer to be useful, where Sidious is not going to want a younger model? Like, I, I, I don't know. But, you know, so, so he's doing that. And Sidious being weak. I don't know if weak, I would say weak would be the right word versus vulnerable. Because this is it this is probably where Sidious's plan is the most vulnerable is right before episode three happens. Because if Anakin does go with Mandalore and you know Maul gets they get to talking and he's like, Yes, my master wants you and you know, like he's orchestrated this whole thing to get you to, you know, fall and for the Republic to fall. And then, you know, Anakin goes back to Coruscant and Palpatine's like, hey, I'm a Sith Lord. And Anakin's, I mean, I know Anakin's kind of thick headed, but he'd just be like, wait, one. Plus one. <laughs> wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. <gasps> oh, one plus one. Oh, you. <laughs> That's how this works. I, I love the how it should have ended sketch of uh he's like and he's like you're the Sith Lord. I've been dropping hints like crazy. I, like, I yeah. love that like that joke because yeah. I, I honestly believe that like if Maul went to Mandalore, I think that Anakin went to Mandalore. Why say Maul? When it, I really do love that what if because I think it's the most dynamic of the what ifs. Like yes, Luke and Leia's two places is dynamic, but I think that really has ramifications for the saga. Now, as much as I really love that what if. I don't think Anakin would have believed Maul. I think Anakin would have been like, "There's no way Palpatine, my surrogate father, is evil." Well, what? he wouldn't have. He wouldn't have said Palpatine. He would have said Sidious. Yeah, so and, and, Anakin would have had that in the back of his mind. If if Maul even got a chance to speak, because <laughs> <laughs> Ahsoka 
like talks to him. If if you know uh, Anakin and Ahsoka are down there when Maul first shows up with the rest of the Mandalorians. Well, Obi Wan's also there as well. Yeah, if it and if Obi Wan goes with him, then <laughs> you know he's going to be like, I was hoping for Kano- oh. Every day my company gets scam phishing emails trying to get money or sensitive info. I wanted to protect my employees and my clients, so I checked out CISA's Secure Our World. They've got simple ways we can protect our businesses from online threats. First, teach employees to recognize and report phishing. Next, require strong passwords plus multi-factor authentication. And finally, turn on automatic updates for your business software. To learn more, go to CISA at cisa.gov forward slash secure our world. Hi. <laughs> and, and, and then, you, you know, at that point, Ahsoka, Obi-Wan, and Anakin versus like eight Death Watch Mandalorians and Maul. I don't think they're going to have as, as much of an issue. So that, then if they yeah. make it to the throne room. Like Maul's not going to do that speech. He's probably going to be pissed off at the, just by seeing Obi Wan and just be ranting at Obi Wan and then get taken out. No, I, yeah. I agree. I think Maul because Maul says to Ahsoka, "Like my plan got thwarted because I wanted Obi Wan Anakin here." So I'm just going to tell you what I'm thinking. <laughs> now Obi Wan might have stayed Anakin's hand from killing Maul because they were going there to capture Maul. Uh, I don't but if Obi Wan gets taken out like he does every time they fight a Sith Lord together, then you know, I it, think there goes think, Maul's head. I don't know how Sidious would do it, but I also think Sidious would get into Anakin's head right before he kills him. I think he'd be like, like well, he he couldn't because he didn't talk to Palpatine because no, Palpatine's I mean, kidnapped. At I mean, this point. But also, like, I, I've said a lot of times during the what if, I also think the battle, of course, would have gone longer because I think Palpatine would have been like, Anakin's not here. I was expecting him to be here. I'm going to extend this. Like, I think he would have, like, added shit to, like, make it go longer, to, like, wait for Anakin to show up. What, have Grievous just, you know, have Shakti hanging while those electric cables and just, like, playing tetherball with her <laughs> yeah. until it's time to come get him? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I... Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I just because. No, I it's... think Palpatine would have been in that chair, and 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 then they would have just extended the outward outer battle in the in space, and I think they would have made it like a whole, like attack over a course of a couple months. Well, uh, by the time the siege of Mandalore ends, it's the, all it the battle, the battle of Coruscant has been, been done. done. It's been it's done been for done like four for days. A couple of I thought it was a couple. Of, I thought Revenge of the Sith took. No, like a like... place in like within a couple of months. No, it's like five days. Yeah, oh, really. So mm-hmm. that oh, battle over Coruscant happens over the course of like a couple hours, at least from where when Obi Wan and Anakin get there. Yeah, it's a couple hours. Yeah, but um, to answer the question, I think it's the latter. Um, because again, Sidious is so on edge about killing Mother Talzin. Because he's afraid of her. And she knows this. She knows his weakness. So I don't think it's because Maul is overconfident. It's because he truly thinks that, that Mother Talzin can destroy Sidious. That's the long and short of my my answer. Yeah, because, you know, if he's playing chess against himself, but against the <laughs> Republic... <laughs> 
it's going to be hard when a third player wants to come and enter the game. So he has to knock her out quickly. Yes, because if he doesn't, yes, yes. then while he's going to the be time, all types of fucked. Like, okay, he's going to be focusing wait. so much energy on her that the Republic is going to advance and possibly take out the Separatists because Dooku and Grievous are caught up in this. And otherwise, the Separatists don't have any military leadership. And yeah. then if you know he focuses too much on, on the the republican lets mother talzin do what she's going to do then you have the whole shadow collective thing and it's becoming a threat in the underworld and they're going to use that to undermine sidious's power so he, he's got to focus on one so he's 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 blitzkrieging he's gonna yeah. you know just knock out talzin and then go right back to the right back to the 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 the, the war at hand right that's pretty much how i against look at himself it. right <laughs> Fuck, I outsmarted myself on that one. <laughs> no, but like, from how I'd answer this from is, I think it comes down to overconfidence. Do I think Maul saw a piece of what Mother Talzin said? I, I agree with course, like the term I would use probably more of in weak as a, I probably should have used the term vulnerable, but like, I do think he saw that vulnerability, but I think it's also more Maul being an egotistical maniac as he usually is, and it's being like, oh, I'm all powerful. Look at me. Look at me. Look what I built. Even though it was literally just Mother Talzin telling me what to do. Oh, look at me. I'm, I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm the greatest of all time. Sidious should never I'm abandon me. I'm the captain me. now. I, <laughs> I am the captain now. Like, I've seen Sidious' scheme. Fuck you. I'm going to take your apprentice and turn him to my side, and then I'm going to kill you. That's how I kind of view it. I see that's how I kind of view that more. I kind of just see Maul being like, like, even if like, it could have literally just been a piece of paper saying Sidious is vulnerable. Maul would have been like, oh, oh, I gotta do this. I gotta turn Dooku to the dark side. Like, because like, I love the meme of like, I don't know if you guys ever seen this before. Of What if Maul lived to the Mandalorian era and it's just like Grogu and Maul running with Grogu being like, baby apprentice. (laughs) Like it's like Maul's always looking for another apprentice, like any chance he fucking gets. Because he because he has to have something to be uh, happy about, you know. He just took that. I guess he just took that ploy from Sidious of just like I'm gonna go find another apprentice and another you have one. Been replaced for the fourteenth time. Because <laughs> like Maul, like like as soon as Savage gets replaced, he tries to replace him with Dooku. Then Dooku just falls out because Dooku's loyal to Sidious, and then he tries to replace. It. Like uh, Dooku well, with Ahsoka, and well, then it's the well, character. Well, well the, the the other thing is, is that Dooku also does that. He replaces Savage, uh, um, Asage with Savage. He ain't wanna replace Asage. He liked Asage. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna take out Sidious, and then it's gonna be the two of us. And Sidious was like, excuse hey, you and hey, your bitch. entire family. Yeah, yeah. Hey, bitch, you wanna, you wanna, you wanna, you wanna take out her? Real quick. Or I will take you. Like I would hate to think you are trying to replace me. Uh. Um. Say okay, what now? Bye. Okay, bye. But yeah. No, I was I was making the more of the point of like I wasn't saying Duke, but I was saying Maul likes to always find new people constantly and just add them to his arsenal to like bolster his own power. Because like as soon as he, like the point I was making is like Savage, Duku, Ahsoka, and Ezra and Rebels because he tries to do the same thing to Ezra. Of like, oh look at me, look at me! I can now take on the empire with a single pat- little kid. I-, I don't know how the fuck Maul does it. Like I don't know I, what, what he's playing there. <laughs> I, I mean, Kenobi. Maul, Maul and the whole rebels thing was was really just trying trying to find a way to thumb his nose at, at Sidious as, as much as he could. Granted, the power of that battle station probably would have been a huge thorn 
in Pisidious' side, which is why he dispatches Vader. Um, so, yeah. I just really want a... I know it's never going to happen because we're never going to get from a certain point of view stuff for the shows, but I would love a short story of Sidious being like, fuck, it's Maul again. Okay, Vader, can you please just go down to Malachor and just deal with this dumbass? Like, I would love, like, that short story. <laughs> like, even if it's, like, a couple sentences, because I think that'd be just be funny. And Vader's just like, oh, well, I guess I'll go deal with your former apprentice again. And then he's like, haha, I know it's Ahsoka's going to be there. We both get revenge. Haha. And then, and then he just goes off. But anyway, back to the episode of... Man, we really went on a tangent there. Uh, again, Maul does his, like, whole ploy of, like, come to me, join me. We, we, can, we can take down Sidious same literally, literally it's literally the same scene as him and Ahsoka literally, like almost bar for bar and Duke is like all right bet and uh Obi-Wan and Mace Windu show up Duke frees Grievous like we said earlier Grievous breaks out gets out and of runs away and this is one of the things I do wish we just could have made animation because I do really like the lightsaber fight we briefly saw even just in the comic panels of Maul versus Mace Windu and Ayla Secura. I call shenanigans. <laughs> Mace Windu would have took that man out. <laughs> well, I mean, it wasn't really much of a battle because if you really think about it, because what happens is like they battle for like 30 seconds max, and then the Mandalorians come in and they're like, all right, boom, and like they blow up and like cause a diversion. And they That's escape. 25 seconds too long, Harris. <laughs> Because think about it, of all the people that attack like a uh, an a raging, angry animal, it's Maul. And uh, Mace Windu would have used Vapod to just turn that back around and be like, all right, job's done. And then, you know, uh, Dooku's over there fighting Obi-Wan. And he's like, all right, I should, I, should, I, should, I should go help. Nah, Kenobi, you got that. I wish, yeah, they probably should have flipped that. They probably should have had Maul versus Tipley and Ayla Secura, and then Mace Windu and Obi-Wan versus Dooku would probably have been the better matchup. Or how yeah. you could have Maul versus Obi-Wan in that situation, because that would literally make no difference. Maybe they did that differently because that happened in Legends around this time, uh, in, in the timeline, where um, Dooku and Maul are fighting, and then, you know, they, or not Dooku and Maul, uh, uh, Mace and uh, Dooku are fighting for a little bit, and then uh, Dooku has like some IG 100s come and like tackle Mace into a pit so he can escape. <laughs> That's essentially what the Mandalorians do with the rocket. So, I mean, that is that is yeah, because that's true. Because the dark horse was that a dark horse comic, I assume. Yeah, it was the obsession where Asajj came back again. Legends Clone Wars is just so odd. Also, why did I? Display her enough. Okay, that's weird. Never mind. Anyway, uh, we get that whole like spiel of like they fight each other uh, to the death, and what ends up happening is we see uh, the Mandalorians come in, they divert, and Maul does his like talking shit to Obi Wan spiel, like "Oh fuck you, we're gonna like we're gonna meet again, bye bitch," and Mace Windu mm-hmm. like immediately after the battle contacts City or what City is Palpatine, and he's like. Hey, I have a, th- a theory. And Palpatine's like, go on. And he's like, I think Dooku's the Sith Lord. <laughs> Palpatine's like, huh, interesting theory you got there. This makes no sense. Okay. <laughs> this makes no sense. And we were trying to figure out where this fit in the timeline earlier. So 
according to the Star Wars Galactic Atlas, is 19 BBY. But we know for sure this happens after season six because what arc did y'all just cover? The Mason Jar Jar arc. Which is in season six, episode eight and like nine. Yeah. Yeah. And Mother Talzin is alive. She ain't alive after this arc is over. Yeah. So it has to happen for there. So that means all the other things have happened, which means they should know that Tyrannus is not the Sith Lord because Darth Sidious exists. Yeah. And Maul was the apprentice before. And also, Obi-Wan knows that because Dooku told him in Attack of the Clones and then re-reminds him in The Lost One. That's another reason why. And he made that report, I'm assuming. I guess it just got lost in the archives. It's all fuckle. It's all fuckle here, I I tell you I mean, he's on the council at that point, so he would have had to tell the other council members. Nothing makes sense anymore. And Yoda knows Sidious's name because of what happens in The Lost Ones. No, because uh, he doesn't get on the council until Brotherhood. That's when he gets anointed to the council because he takes. Uh, yeah, but this is way after Brotherhood. I know. I was. Just... Oh yeah, that's yes. right. I don't know yeah. if he would have gave that information to the council yet. He he should have. I don't because they were they were going on a search to figure out what happened with Sifo-Dyas, so that would have been a part. Wait, no, they do talk about it because they're just like trying to figure out what it means because they were reconciling with the fact that okay, maybe we should have believed what Dooku said a couple years earlier. But that it, was in it, Lost Ones, because we were talking about we think this arc takes place before Lost Ones. No, it's was... definitely, it has to be after. Yeah, it has to. Yeah, at, at this point, it has to be after, because this is also takes place in 19 we need, BBY. We need the timeline book to come out right now. Kristen Baver, what the hell? Matt, uh, Matthew Martin, Pablo Hidalgo, I'll literally, I'll, literally tw- I'll tweet at you, be like, where does this take place in the timeline? I need answers now. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> one timeline I'm hearing, like I was looking, like me and Chris were looking this up before the episode started, before we hit record, and one of them were like, it takes place between season five and season six. That doesn't make any sense because of Tipley. We later decided on the, the Lost Ones one. The other one I think would make sense, even though it'd be weird reading it that way. Would be it takes place stacked between the two Dark Disciple episodes, or the eight episodes, so it would have been like four episodes Dark Disciple, the four episodes Son of Dathomir, and then we would have got like Dark Disciple Part 2 with another four episodes. According all... to the, the Star Wars Clone Wars character encyclopedia, the Lost Ones takes place during 19 BBY. That doesn't make any sense, because what? Did Anakin just go through that whole, and Obi-Wan go through that whole transformation in like four months? Life Insurance What's your excuse for putting it off? Can't afford it? Too much hassle? Think your work coverage is enough? There's a lot of excuses for putting off life insurance, but one big reason why you shouldn't. If the unexpected were to happen to you, who would pay the mortgage, the kid's tuition, and all the other bills? In a time of grief, the last thing you would want is for your family to have to sell the house and struggle to survive financially. At Ethos, we could get you covered in just 10 minutes and boom, family protected. Rates can increase the longer you wait, so no more excuses. Take 10 minutes today and discover the modern way to get the life insurance coverage you need. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. 
Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's ethoslife.com slash audio. Paid actor portrayal. I didn't see it coming. Life can be so unpredictable. After losing my dad, it made me think about my family if something were to happen to me. The mortgage, car payments, and all the other bills. Even things like our annual summer vacation would be out of reach. I had heard about life insurance through Ethos and how easy it was to get coverage. They were right. I knew it was time to stop putting it off and get life insurance right now. I got on my computer and went to ethoslife.com. In just 10 minutes, I was covered. And boom, family protected. Thanks to Ethos, my family won't have to worry about the bills if the unpredictable happens to me. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's E-T-H-O-S life dot com slash audio. Must have. No, they had to have. We know the Outer Rim sieges last what about six months, give or take, because of the the, the hair transformation and the uh, what Anakin says in Revenge of the Sith, and Padme being pregnant, and Padme being pregnant, yeah, and had to be over the course of six months, it would have had to have been. Yeah. So that means this is literally taking place during the same timeline that Obsession happens in in the Legends comics, because we know at least in Legends when Padme got pregnant, because Anakin went on leave for ten days and. All right, Lavernius Tucker. <laughs> he was stroking it. That's a red versus blue stroke reference it. for all you those stroke. that are uninitiated. Stroke uh, it to I am the uninitiated. East. Stroke it to the west. Return he of the Max. To the one that he loved best. Skywalker all right. stroke it. All right, loops on the tangent, but yeah. So this this whole line is just. It throws so much into chaos. It does. Because it's just like, okay, when does this take place? Did y'all not talk? It doesn't make... Also, let's let's say this happens before. Like, <laughs> this happens before everything else that happens in Season 6, right? Well, not everything else, but... Because the five dark needs to happen no matter Right, what. before the Lost Ones. But Dooku left a Jedi Order in 42 BBY. Maul died in 32 BBY. So you mean to tell me... Dooku became a Sith Lord as soon as he left and then trained up Maul, who was not like a, a teenager. So he would have been trained that enough by that much to take Obi-Wan and Quagon through a, a duel for several minutes and then take out a Jedi Master. That doesn't make sense. Something just doesn't add up. Something oh. smells rotten in the state of Denmark, Mace. And you're also, not sniffing it. Also, while <laughs> writing these questions, I knew I was going to point this out because Luke, every single chance, he gets an opportunity. He loves to reference Plagueis. He is I consistent do. as consistent. Plagueis is a fantastic book. I know. Plagueis? I know. I still need to read it. But Plague... Wait, what? I have not read Plagueis. Where's wait, my wait, shame wait, 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 Nope, hold on. Nope. I've got something. Keep talking. Okay. Wait. L- let me get to no, my wait, point. I got some, I got something better, Chris. Don't worry. Shame. <laughs> 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 Love it. 
but I'll, let me get to my point. I know a lot of stuff that happens in Plagueis. I know it's ju- weird to like judge the story, but I know a lot of the stuff that happens in Plagueis because of just general canvas Legends debates. But you don't know. I do know, okay? You don't know. Let me get to Diego my Damascus point. is the only reason why Palpatine is successful. Because he's a financial dude, okay, bro. Okay, let me get to my point, Case Mr. Point. A- Eggman. Let me get to my point. This is the really first short case that we see in canon for why Plagueis cannot work. Because let's say Plagueis was canon, and let's say they just took it, the exact story, threw it in canon. Mace's point would make even less sense. Because Plagueis runs concurrently, because I know this, because I've heard people talk about this, and I've seen a canon legend debate, and I've watched it, I've literally seen words on the Legends timeline. Concurrently with Phantom Menace. So let's say if this was in Legends, Dooku would have turned during Phantom Menace. How the fuck would that make any sense, Mace? Dooku, yeah, well, it wouldn't make sense from Mace's perspective, but we have a different perspective than Mace. So, Mm -hmm. like, what Mace knows about Dooku when he left the Jedi Order and everything, like, that timeline wouldn't make sense. With Plagueis, you know, it's called, okay, he kills uh he kills his master maul dies around the same time and he's like ah shoot so then he has to go find dugu which is essentially what he has to do we just don't know when dugu turns but from mace's perspective it makes no sense for dugu to just straight up leave the jedi order and be a sith lord and them not them not knowing about it but like it's one thing to turn to the dark side. It's another to become a Sith when you've been a Jedi for 60 years. And also, again, this is, I know I went with the whole Legends canon debate because, again, I want to bring that up. But I also was thinking about this as you were saying that. It also doesn't make sense with Attack of the Clones either. Because in Attack of the Clones, when Padme's like, hey, do we think Dooku was the one that organized this entire attack? Mace is like, no, it's not in his character to do something like this. Then why do you think three years later he's a Sith Lord? Mace, can I can I get some answers, please? Well, given all the events of the Clone Wars and his fight with Yoda, I think it would be like, okay, maybe he has fallen to the dark side and maybe he is a Sith. Again, this, I think I just find that interesting because like, I was gonna ask the question, but we basically just talked about it, like of like what leads Mace to believe this. So I'm just gonna skip over that because we basically just were talking about this. I'll just cut that entire segment out. Not the entire segment. We out, don't know what Mace, what leads Mace to believe this because we nobody don't know when this takes place. Nobody knows, except for Pablo Hidalgo, Matt Martin. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wait, what? Wait, hold on. I'm looking at Peps. Sorry, side note. Celebrating all the women be- behind Star Wars. What's the picture? Wait, can I look at the thumbnail? I'm going to see this. Look again. at the thumbnail. I'll just, all... I'll just, I'll just what the hell? <laughs> just looks like a generic. <laughs> what is that picture? Just I love like... it. I love it. Absolutely love that. Love Sorry. the energy. Love it. Anyway. I'll just cut straight to part four again. Then I know I'm seeing it, but I'll figure yeah, this out. No. Okay. So... Again, this episode ends with like like we've been literally talking about to death this entire time. Mace being like, "Huh, oh, I think Sidious is the Sith Lord," and, and Sidious being like, 
yeah totally yeah you got you just got it right good job mace and like he like clapped him up like good job you you figured it really figured that one out i i don't know how you did it and then like i just imagine the call ends insidious is just like this guy's just the biggest idiot i've been giving him all the clues like just this guy just doesn't get it (laughs) then again end of episode uh i'll run right straight into the recap for part four <clears throat> Evil War Alliances! Doth Maul operates in the shadows, carrying out Mother Towson's planned revenge against Doth Sidious. After capturing General Grievous and Count Dooku, Maul threatens render to Sidious's droid army lenderous and ineffective. At this point, our struggle against the Republic's attention. The Jedi Order, led by Obi-Wan Kenobi, boldly attempts to capture all their enemies at once and end the Clone Wars. As the Jedi attack, Jedi... Ah, as the Jedi attack, Dooku frees Grievous and joins Maul's forces once and for all. Together they escape capture and chart their course for Dathomir, where Towson awaits them. Long and short, basically, Mother Towson gets gat. Grievous was useful. Yeah. For yeah, once. He actually was for useful. once. For he once. wasn't, you know, taking out Padawans or something. He actually was useful for once. Actually, oh, he hasn't actually even successfully taken out a Padawan. No, yeah. Which, like, you know, good on my girl Ahsoka, but like, no doubt, Grievous, you suck. Yeah. I just um, love how all the cool stuff Grievous gets to do in the Clone Wars never came for production. I just, I just, I just find that ironic. All the like, all the cool stuff with Grievous just never happened. All, all the cool stuff with Grievous happens in Legends. Yep. And then George until we Lucas... get a canon book called Grievous that makes him an absolute badass, which I'm hoping for. And then George Lucas looked at that shit and went, "That's fucking dumb. I'm gonna yeah. make Grievous a 1930s, just like ah, I'm an evil villain." Rah! Twirling the mustache. Ah, 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 look at me! I'm gonna escape ah, again. You can't catch me. I mean, it it just doesn't make sense how he goes from 2008 Clone Wars to 2005 Revenge of the Sith Grievous. Yeah, like I'm just like he 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 was at least halfway competent in uh Revenge of the Sith. They're, yeah. They're, okay, I know a lot of people complain about. Grievous not making sense from 2003 Clone Wars to Revenge of the Sith. But I will put my stake in the ground and be and be like, I'll say a controversial opinion. 2008 Clone Wars to Revenge of the Sith, not just for the reason you mentioned, doesn't make any sense. It's because I know they don't explicitly say it like Anakin, but it's heavily implied that Grievous and Obi-Wan never met. It's it's heavily implied in Revenge of the Sith that they never met. Yeah. Because why when when Obi-Wan goes, hello there, he goes, I've been trained in your Jedi arts by Count Dooku. It's like Obi-Wan should have been like, Count Grievous, I fought you like hundreds of times. Why why are you why are you like why are you telling me this? I mean it's the same thing with um uh uh twice the pride my powers have doubled since the last time we met Count. It's like you mean six months ago? Well, technically, their last battle wasn't even in the Lost Ones. It's in Dark well, Disciple. But how? we don't know when Dark Disciple takes place. Because, remember, Anakin and Dooku fight in Dark Disciple for like 30 seconds. And That's why I'm, I'm sticking with the six months thing. Because <laughs> even still, like three years ago, that makes more sense than like, hey, we fought like seven times in the past 18 months. 
and like what your power has grown that much over the outer rim sieges, Anakin? Are you really that cocky? Because I mean, he 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 was he he was close in um uh the Obi Wan bounty hunter arc. He was also close in the Lost Ones because remember Anakin like jumps on Dooku's ship and then like is like, all right, let's go. And then like they start clashing at each other and then yeah. Dooku's like, oh shit, I gotta get out of here. And then like he pushes him off and just like runs away. Yeah. So I mean, you know, I don't know. Uh, it's just one of those weird retroactive things. But I, I yeah. get it. But they should have really kept Dooku and Anakin to season four because that honestly would have made way more sense it just ending it on the bounty hunter obi-wan arc and they never see each other again in the clone wars that would have made some sense honestly dooku shouldn't have fought anybody but other jedi in, in that arc and you should have brought out some of the more dark jedi that you had in legends because that gives them other people to fight that doesn't murk make the timeline kind of like murky you know, so you have Grievous. You could have Grievous fight other Jedi. Um, but, you know, like you have Savage in this. You have Maul showing up. That's fine. But bringing Evil Sora Bulk or Score, um, having Asajj play a bigger role in the Separatists for longer, um, Dirge, other bounty hunters, just because when you have, you know, Grievous fighting in a revenge of the sith and just being like i was training your jedi arts by count dooku yeah yeah no shit no like i i know i've taken plenty of head trauma during this war but i remember fighting you like a year ago and i remember you showing me your four lightsabers every single time which i that's that's still another weird thing i was like why do you show it every single time i get i kind of like the o3 approach of like he only uses two until the last episode and you're like oh that's that's fucking cool Mm -hmm. but no he just shows it up every time but anyway i'm gonna get into part four so as we said the tldr Dooku and Maul and finally arrive on Dathomir and uh, Maul gets a hologram from the Black Suns and the Pikes and they're like, fuck you, we're out. This is bullshit. Like, you like are abandoning us and and Maul's like, like turns off the hologram and Dooku's like right behind him watching this entire ordeal and and Dooku's like, like remarks with just like the, the line of, huh, gaining control is easier than maintaining it. So while I was watching this, I was like, oh, this is a really good question. What does this really convey as, like, Dooku's biggest strength as a leader, like a political leader of the Separatists? He learned from Sidious. Yeah. Manipulating. It's just simple as that. He's a great manipulator. He knows how to, he knows how to play the game. He learned from the best. And, and you know, Maul only manipulates through fear. Yes. And more like be afraid of me and what I can do do to you versus be afraid of what these other people will do to you and I will be your savior, which is how Palpatine played it and how Dooku played it. And which is why they were able to maintain power for so long. Yeah. That's absolutely it. I mean, he just knows how to manipulate. Basically. Again, I'll, I'll, we'll get into it when we do our Dark Disciple uh, discussion breakdown, but I feel like the, like the biggest strength we see politically with Dooku is in Dark Disciple because he like 
Dooku, like, I think Dooku does a better job than Maul of keeping up appearances and being mm-hmm. like, like, oh, I'm with you 100%. Like, I'll help you out here and here. Like, he knows how to play the game. And while Maul, while Maul can recover, like, because he does recover and gets all of them back, I feel like Dooku does a better job of, like, keeping that, like, his appearances up throughout everything. I mean, yeah, I, I think the other thing is when you do rule through fear, as Maul does, you can um, you can always wrangle the people back in until they don't fear you anymore. Like when you're no longer a threat to them. So even when he does escape, like, you know, they survived and Black Sun survived. And so then and he survived. So then he's back. It's like, OK, nothing's changed. We're still here because they don't know about Mother Towson and that whole portion of it. So to them, Maul was able to survive the CIS onslaught. So that's even more of like, oh, okay, I guess we got to stay in line before he takes us out like he took everybody else out before. Yeah. yeah. Luke, what, what are your thoughts on that as well from what Chris is saying about how Maul was able to pull everyone back at the last second, even though it, it seems like that Maul lost everyone during the course of Dathomir. <laughs> he just knows how to pull. Like, he's just like, if you, I know, I, I can, I can, he, like, just like Chris was saying, he can rule with fear. He knows what the Pikes, he knows what the Black Sun is going to be doing. Like, you can't, he, he single hand, he goes, I put you where you're at now. Like he literally killed the leader of the Black Suns and put that guy in charge. Like he can just replace you as easily as as he did the other guy. Um, so it, it's pretty easy for him to just be like, I'm gonna do this now. You're gonna follow me, and they're just gonna blindly follow him because they they know they're 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 not better off without him. Right. And so Again, going back to the rest of the episode, or the rest of the, I say episode, issue. I'm so used to just, like, the usual Clone Wars of, like, episode, yeah. episode, episode. Now, like, issue is, like, it's, like, it's jargled my brain. Yeah, it Issue. The rest of the issue. So, again, they get down. Maul does some weird satanic shit with Dooku and gets Mother Talzin in him. And, because Mother Talzin's like, oh, Dooku's just going to go back to his little, uh, I was going to say suck boy, because that doesn't sound right. I'm not going to keep that in. Dooku goes back to his master and keeps up like his game there and like because he knows it's gonna happen so they're just like we're gonna have mother talzin be in control and maul and and talzin at this point wait for grievous and sidious to show up and again they literally come in literally halfway through and interrupt it they have a really cool duel again another duel i wish we would have seen in animation because i think grievous busts in like he's the kool-aid man which okay (laughs) i did have like i i know that palpatine is really good at masking his presence right but Mm -hmm. two issues ago maul was able to sense droids you mean to tell me he can't sense grievous like he sensed them while they were in space But, but here's my other question you can't tell me that Maul can't recognize when Sidious is also nearby because in season five, when Sidious gets even like the proximity of Mandalore, Maul's like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, I don't think he was trying to mask his presence there. No, like, he was we... masking it because then, uh, because even Mother Talzin would have been able to sense. Uh, yeah, he was trying to then... get the upper hand on them, yeah. like here, and which is why he cloaks the ship. But I'm just like, I mean, 
I mean, maybe Palpatine can mask Grievous's presence. I don't know. We haven't really seen something like that actually happen, but it's just like, you sense droids. You mean to tell me you couldn't sense Grievous or anything else? <laughs> like, who, since when can people sense droids in the Force? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, you got what was coming to you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then we get we get the, again, like I said, the lightsaber fight that should should have been an animation, and we get do, uh, Mother Talon versus Sidious, and then we get Maul versus Grievous. And Maul, I love like the line that Maul like pushes him out the, like the, the the door, and he's like, like, eh, that was that was that was meant to happen, Grievous. Mechanical trash. Like I love how he's like, you you need to learn your place here. I just I, I love like the little like Maul throughout this entire arc. I just love how he's just shit talking like Sidious, like both Dooku and Grievous because he's been doing this since the beginning of the Clone Wars. I just love how he's like. He's like they replaced me with these two. Like fuck those two. Like, like I'm all better. I'm all powerful. Even though he's not. And then you get like the awesome like line from Palpatine being like, "Okay, you have Dooku's body, but you have none of the skills." Mm-hmm. He's like, "Get out of there!" And I love how he just like throws Talzin out. Now, what I didn't understand was after that, after Maul kicks Grievous out that hole he made, why didn't Maul take out Dooku? While he was on the ground, like it'd be one thing if he tried and Dooku was just like, ah, out of here, boy, and just like shit him flying with force lightning. But he's just like standing there watching Palpatine and his, you know, his mom go back and forth with the force lightning versus Night Sister lightning. I don't know what to call it. Um, and, and then Dooku just goes up, stands up and helps Palpatine. And Maul's just like, let me get behind my mom. I'll help you. Like, no, no, that, take, take out Dooku. He's just standing there. But I yeah. do, even though that is a good nitpick, I really do love the the visual of Palpatine and Mother Talzin fighting each other, and then their apprentices are helping them. I really do like that visual of like you can see of like the levels of like who's manipulating who, and like it's all clashing at this one moment, and then Grievous just bunches in, and then, like here's my other critique: How the hell did Maul not notice Grievous? Like sneaking in and being like, "Oh, I'm gonna come up and kill her!" Like, well, he was being Maul dragged away at that point. Oh yeah, Maul yeah, there, yeah, because, Talzin, yeah, Talzin because Rook, because Rook calls and they come and pick him up and yeah, he's like, no, to leave. no, mama, mama, mama. Ooh. <laughs> copyright strike, and 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 yeah, so uh, that so you know Talzin and her son and Palpatine and the person he sunned. so I'm I'm just like. Yeah, Palpatine. It also would have been nice for Palpatine to do it himself. Yeah, but and also like I'm he was like, he you needed Dooku to do it. But I also like how Grievous got that one like "fuck you" moment. Like, like that was like I think this is Grievous. Well, it's best because well, it's because he missed it in the Death Mirror arc. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to gank her in that, and he didn't. So giving him the kill is kind of worth redemption. it for sure. And then I love like the whole conversation that breaks out between Palpatine, Dooku, and Grievous, like them just standing over Talison's body. And Palpatine be like, fuck you, you're dead. Like I just love like how Palpatine's just like so gloveful. In the battlefront mod, they would have been teabagging her like this was Halo. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Probably. But And we get this last awesome conversation of Palpatine being like uh, like of him, like basically going back to like what we've been saying for 
all this entire show of the puzzle and like the like the chess game match and Palpatine was like this one was harder to maneuver. Do you think Maul was ever in control of this entire thing, or do you think Palpatine just let him do all this and just kind of maneuver him into these roles? Palpatine let him do it. Yeah. Simple. It's all part of the plan. It's all part, part of, the, of plan. the plan. What plan? The plan. The short. It's just the My shortest plan. answer. It's just like literally the only plan. Palpatine is letting him do this, and that's the short end of it. Let's be honest. But that wraps up Son of Dathomir. And guess what? As you notice, this entire episode, Char isn't here. So it's my turn. My turn. Good. <laughs> Good. Three okay. interesting facts you didn't know about a certain Star Wars character up until now. I'm not going to do a part because this is releasing out during Bad Batch and I don't want to do math. Part, insert here. <laughs> you, it's not a character. It's a Clone Wars arc. So, so do it from the top again. So, and go. Three interesting facts you didn't know about a certain Clone Wars arc up until now. Part, I'm not going to do it because I don't know when this is going to be released. I'm assuming during Bad Batch. So, part, put the number on screen. <laughs> yeah. yeah part 69, that's what we're calling it. Yeah, yeah part call 69. It 69. 69. I won't release it until we get to, like, episode 69, and then I'll release it. It won't really make sense because it'll be, like, Clone halfway Wars, through season Rebels. one. So, see, halfway through season one of uh, Rebels. Fact one. A familiar character. The Mandalorian character Rook first debuted in this arc and later went up the show on the Siege of Mandalore because, you know, the show got finished and wasn't supposed to be. And she would eventually become the inspiration for Sabine Wren later on because they took the, like, the design of that character and made a new character out of it. Fact two, another new design. If this arc would have aired originally as planned, Grievous would have debuted in his new design. Although this was never seen as intended, again, once more, we see this design showing up in the Siege of Mandalore during the opening recaps. Fact three, inspiration for the future. This comic would become the inspiration for Lucasfilm's story group to bring back Darth Maul and Solo. If it wasn't for Crimson Dawn and their elements here, and seen earlier in Clone Wars, but mainly in here, we wouldn't have got Maul and Solo. And three, there's your three interesting facts you didn't know about this Clone Wars arc until now. Now you can put the graphic on screen. Son of Dathomir. Yeah. And time to rank the episode. Um, Chris, go first. I'm waffling between a Jedi Knight and a Jedi Master. I think I'm going to go with Jedi Knight, though. Same. I'm going to be the one that breaks the track. I'm going to go Jedi Master. I think this arc, if it would have released, I think it would have been one of the best arcs in Clone If it was Wars. animation, it would probably be a, a, I, a Jedi Master for me. If I, I need the answer on when this takes place in the timeline. Agreed. <laughs> That's Agreed. what's kind of holding me back right now. Agreed. Agreed, absolutely. Well, Clone Wars chronologically never makes sense anyway, because if you look at the chronological order of everything... Yeah, but at least we have chronological order. Would they <laughs> yeah. have it out there? But also, there aren't such things like Mace's line that don't make sense, given so much of what happens in the previous episodes. Like, if this was going to be released in Season 7, think about all the things we would have gotten in Season 6, including Dark Disciple that this would have made even less sense. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, y'all. That is going to be it for the Lost Ark 
of Son of Dathomir. Uh, Chris, where can the good people find you on social media? Uh, you can find me at Star Wars Lawyer, all one word, on TikTok, Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and my podcast, Too Black, Too Nerdy, wherever pods are cast, as Camilla would say. Awesome. Awesome. Harris? You can find me, Harris Productions, on TikTok, Harris Productions on the same name on Instagram, Harris underscore edits on Twitter, and I guess since Char's not here, again, wah I'll say his phrase. You can find us every Thursday here to do watch our Clone Wars recap. And with that, you can find us at the Pod Once Podcast on TikTok, uh, Pod Once Podcast on Twitter, and the Pod Once Pod on Instagram. Thank you for tuning in. If you're here for the first time, welcome. Like, comment, subscribe. That would be greatly appreciated. Our goal is to hit 1,000 subs by the end of the year or by the time we go to celebration. Either one. Whichever comes first. But that is going to be it for Light and for Life. We are all the Republic. And may the Force be with you. We are all the Char Char J. (laughs) (laughs) We are all. No, we got to redo that. We are all Char Char J. And for Light and for Life. We are all the Char Char J. Jays. And may the Force be with you. Always. Always. <laughs> oh my God. portrayal. I didn't see it coming. Life can be so unpredictable. After losing my dad, it made me think about my family if something were to happen to me. The mortgage, car payments, and all the other bills. Even things like our annual summer vacation would be out of reach. I had heard about life insurance through Ethos and how easy it was to get coverage. They were right. I knew it was time to stop putting it off and get life insurance right now. I got on my computer and went to ethoslife.com. In just 10 minutes, I was covered. And boom, family protected. Thanks to Ethos, my family won't have to worry about the bills if the unpredictable happens to me. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's ethoslife.com slash audio. Life insurance. What's your excuse for putting it off? Can't afford it? Too much hassle? Think your work coverage is enough? There's a lot of excuses for putting off life insurance, but one big reason why you shouldn't. If the unexpected were to happen to you, who would pay the mortgage, the kid's tuition, and all the other bills? In a time of grief, the last thing you would want is for your family to have to sell the house and struggle to survive financially. At Ethos, we could get you covered in just 10 minutes and boom, family protected. Rates can increase the longer you wait, so no more excuses. Take 10 minutes today and discover the modern way to get the life insurance coverage you need. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's ethoslife.com slash audio.